This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because those are plays. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Lemosa. Now on, you do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Ready for this? Welcome to Geek Caring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica, and with me today is my lovely, glorious, pink sweater with a tiny shoulder ache that turned into a massive shoulder ache, but still in good spirits, co-host Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Monica. That was an introduction. I feel it was better than I thought it was going to turn out for some reason. So I'm like almost, was it? almost six. Was it no? Like other what? usually I just stumble over all of my words, and this time I felt like I didn't even say um once. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know. Hello, hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm fine. I'm. I'm doing. How are you? Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm doing. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's yeah. Life is life. Life is life. Na 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 na. Life is life. Do you know that song? No, but I'll dance anyway. You don't know that song? Why do you not know that song? It's like an Austrian band, but it was super popular all around the world or whatever. Are you and sure? <laughs> it's an Austrian I band. Sure. They definitely were they're popular it everywhere. It was also. really popular. But was, the song is and- called Life is Life. Exactly, and it's by Opus. Opus? Opus. Life is life. Yes. I don't got you. It's also a really old song. But fun fact about that song. Um uh there was this what are, what is it called? Ah fucks, fucks sake. Now I need to Google that real quick. There was this world record attempt to what is it called? To the biggest lip dub ever. <laughs> exactly and they did it in the town that's right next to us so basically what they did is have locked down the entire city and then they had like all the different different organizations all over the city and they filmed throughout the song in one take so that they couldn't edit it right so they had one big lip up throughout the entire city and um, they had three takes, so they locked down the city for like a couple of hours. And I could hear it from the work where I was working back then. And it was all going on like really close to me. And you all need to watch it because it's hilarious. Um, but maybe not now. Maybe do that after after you've actually listened to the podcast. We're going to put it in the show notes. And whoever is in chat, um, just do it later. It's 20 yeah. minutes video, so don't do it now. 20 minute long video, Okay. I don't know why it's 20 minutes, to be honest. Maybe that just repeated over and over again. But it's basically where I live. So if you want to know ish what it looks like where I'm at, then this is the video. See you in 20. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. Love you too. <laughs> anyway, this is not why we're here. It's not. It's we're not. here to talk about uh, something else. We are Something that we're something. probably even less prepared for than talking about this 20-minute you about opus what do you mean let's prepare <laughs> i have an article up and we talk about things that's usually how we roll it's um fine. so i feel like this is just in general and i mean to bring it to the point today we're going to talk about the recently announced oscar nominees and it's probably going to turn into something else as we go but you know how it goes you know us by now what oh so, yeah I said, you know us by now. We might start talking about something, but it probably isn't going to stay on that subject. That is true. Yeah. Let me just quickly turn the shout out off um, so that Gemma can do the work and we don't listen to I don't have the shout out in my ear. Um, <laughs> the bot isn't actually shouting people out. She is correct. Boo. Stupid. It's like only, only half working. It's only half working. I don't know why it hates us. Me or whatever. Um, I can figure that out. Maybe. 
Maybe it's just okay. tired and doesn't want want anything to do with us or something. That's understandable, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk about the. <laughs> uh, we don't we don't hate you, Rick. You know. Um, that's also the wrong window. Oh, for fuck's sake! Today is not the day. You're forever. a mess. What do you mean I'm a mess? This is uncalled for. <laughs> I'm juggling a lot of plates. Okay. <laughs> Why do you say I said? Wow, I'm what 2022 money is way more organized than 20 whatever money. Let's be honest. This is shocking how organized I am recently. Why are you turned off, freaking cloud bot? Let's try again, Gemma. Just yeah. yeah. Go. What? Why is there a percentage sign there? I don't know because it's not mod anymore. Oh. I didn't do anything. Why? Breaking things. Anyway, I am not breaking things. <laughs> Stop breaking shit, Monica. There we go. It's already. I don't know. Let it have the fucking percentage sign there. If it's shit, then it shall be shit. Continue to be shit. Never mind. Okay, back to the topic that we want to talk about, which is the Academy Awards and the nominees for 2022, because that's the year we're in right now. Whoa. That is the year we're in right now. And it's also the year that I have seen like five films nominated. Which is more than what? More than usual, to be honest. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I'm usually I've never seen I've hardly ever seen most of the films because number one, they're probably not even aired here yet. They haven't aired here yet. So I couldn't have seen them anyway. And a lot of the times I just haven't seen them at all. And then I've just watched them because they won an Academy Award. And I just Mm want to know why people think they're so amazing. Yeah, that happened to me last year with Marriage Story. And I was like, why did this win? Or was it just nominated? I don't know. And I was like, this was a very long movie about. I wanted to watch people. it and then I fell asleep. It, and when I when I fall asleep with yeah, films, no. then I'm really getting really annoyed. Yeah, I think that that was kind of worthy. That I fell asleep, you mean? Yep. You didn't miss anything. In my opinion, obviously. Really? My opinion. Pe- maybe people are just really hot for Adam Diver, driver. Yeah, but why? I don't understand. He, I also I find him a bit it. awkward. I mean, he he played in Girls, and he was really weird there as well. And also, he was like, isn't he like an ex-army person or something? I don't know. I don't the only think- thing I really heard about him that can kind of explain this like attraction that people seem to have for him is he has, and I quote, big dick energy. Um, there was like a whole a whole debate on somebody's Instagram story that I was um, reading because I was like, I don't get the Adam Driver love. I just don't get it. And they basically concluded that he has a big dick and exudes big dick energy. And I was like, does he, though? I don't know. I haven't seen I it. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, does the big dick energy mean people know? Like, I mean, not that it matters what size of cock you have or don't have or whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, like I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And then there was a poll. And anyways, I'm pretty sure Rihanna actually won out as having bigger dick energy than Adam Driver. Understandable. Um, based on public opinion. Exactly. The Gemma prefers big dick energy. I have a big ace question mark on my head. So I'm just yeah. like, I don't know what, what, I don't, I don't know. That's not my <laughs> opinion. I just want to clarify, like, I'm not about this big dick energy, Adam Driver, whatever it's. I'm I'm just repeating what was on a Twitter Instagram story. He did have big dick in. He was a he was quite the dick in in in. He was a he was a dick in girls, wasn't he? As far as I can remember, he was like quite the. Wasn't he like a super asshole to her as well? I don't remember. No, he wasn't. Or was he just kinky? She was. Maybe I didn't finish it. I had so long. What's her <laughs> face? I fell asleep. <laughs> No, I didn't fall. But it's like too long ago, to be honest, to give like proper feedback on girls now because it's like didn't happen last week and already last week would be an issue. So is he a nice person? I don't know. I'm I'm like, and, and, and in the end, we just don't really don't really don't really know anyway, because who the fuck knows celebrities? It's always like we pretend like we know them so well. And then, in fact, we actually don't know them at all. So it's fine. He's probably a great guy and apparently very talented. And even though I'm not sure how, how well I see it, but also tastes different to everyone. So um, for everyone. So anyway, 
I've only st- Tom says he's only seen two nominated films. So let's go to the best picture list and immediately when okay. Tom is already bringing it up right now. That's true. Thanks, Tom, getting us back on the subject. Perfect. As per um, usual, somebody has to. Yeah, <laughs> we talk a load of shite. Um, so I have seen one of the films nominated for best picture. I don't. I haven't seen any a single one. I've seen Don't Look Up. What is Don't Look Up? It was a Leonardo DiCaprio film. Oh, about that climate change. Oh, yeah, that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. Actually, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought that it was there was a lot of nuance in it um, about the power that the media has to control the narrative. Um, which, funny enough, they seem to be doing with the amount of hatred that the media is giving the movie. Um, so. <laughs> interesting i just the only thing i know about the movie is that i wanted to watch it all the time but i have issues committing to a movie for two hours because i'm weird i can watch six seasons of something on a weekend but i can't watch a movie for two hours (laughs) um (laughs) but i only feel like the general reaction for it was a bit that they all thought it was going to be this great comedy and then it was like too real, too 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 accurate for real life. Touching too many points that are actually factual somehow. Um, that people were really surprised by for some reason. Well, surprised by. Okay. Um. So yeah, you would think like because Jonah Hill is in it and Leo DiCaprio, and it's like, oh, you know, maybe this will be funny, especially with Jonah Hill. It was not. It was like a serious, really depressing social commentary. Um, really good. But yeah, it was serious. Yeah. I left it and I was like, I felt kind of hollow inside. And I was like, oh, oh, (laughs) Um, I saw that that Taunt in chat said that the media didn't like the movie. And no, the media is like bashing the movie real hard um, and saying as well that it's uh, I I think I saw one one article that said that it was a role that will destroy Leonardo DiCaprio's career. What? Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Which it wasn't like, it it was a very different role for him, but also fantastic. I really need to watch it because I mean, let's be honest, DiCaprio was just, it's just turned into such an amazing freaking actor. Like, and I had, I mean, that doesn't mean that great cast is the essence for a good movie because look at freaking cats. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't buy making your movie great. So, mm-hmm. hasn't he always been a great actor? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I feel, yeah. yeah. But he yeah. has like improved on greatness with age. Like, I, I think yeah. he's, he's getting a lot more depth to his roles. Um, I don't know. I just, He's always been great right back from when he was a teenage heartthrob. And now he's like serious, concerned, political man. Didn't he also like even before Basketball Diaries, which is interesting that they were called that. And I just recently had to look it up because um, anyway, um, wasn't he like in one movie that he also got like properly nominated for some stuff? Like what? what is it? Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Something. Maybe it's not Gilbert Grape. That was like one of his very first yeah not his first one and he he was really good in basketball diaries i agree with that Mm -hmm. i feel like maybe the because of the way he looked in in his age after titanic i feel like everybody and romeo and juliet people probably thought he was kind of not a deep art in these these actor yeah 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 Yeah. but then you see him in things like deception and yeah inception you mean oh deception that's a different one i i absolutely meant inception (laughs) But this um, is another I one think with there the, is a movie called Dece- yeah. <laughs> no, where the he and Matt the departed. departed with Matt Damon, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one was really good too. I like that one. <laughs> we're so, we're so, we're so well prepared. I, we're and so totally qualified to talk about movies. Gonna say- <laughs> somebody has to it's not always just people who know their shit there's all the needs to be bimbos like us who can talk about stuff yeah fine um the other the only other movie well i mean there's two other movies that have been nominated for west side story that i story oh my god i can't talk and read i'm fine um there's two other movies nominated for best picture that i have heard of not seen and the other ones i'm actually just like i haven't 
even heard of these movies, which is not like totally standard for me when it comes to the Oscars, because I'm like, <laughs> which is shocking because one is called Belfast and you don't know Belfast. This no, no, that's one that I do know. of. Oh, I just okay. haven't seen it yet um, because okay. I keep thinking that it's going to be really, really serious. Um, and apparently my mom has seen it and I don't know how, but she's like, I've seen it. It's fantastic. And I'm like, it's brand new. How have you seen it? And she's like, I've seen it. And I'm like, okay. Maybe but she means the city. <laughs> like, yes, you have been to Belfast. Um, but apparently it's phenomenal. Um, all, a lot of my friends from Belfast um, are like praising it and saying it's, it's such a good movie. So okay. I really do need to get off my butt or actually get on my butt and watch it understandable it's okay let's just talk through the list real quick so it's belfast coda don't look up drive my car dune king richard licorice pizza i have so many questions nightmare alley the power of the dog and west side story haven't seen any of them also haven't heard of most of them. i haven't heard of most of them i haven't even seen dune to be honest because um never made it to the cinema while it was in me neither but i also haven't been in the cinema for like um trillion time. years yeah i was like yeah where are the marvel movies didn't tom say there's a marvel movie Dune is the marvel Mar- but they're not until um like a the best cinematic i think it is oh i mean okay um, two there He's, but there okay. are two two marvel movies um but i'm i'm surprised well not in this actually but i don't know has there ever been a marvel movie nominated for best picture i don't or, think are, marvel are movies like, get nominated for best picture um they always just more of the very serious kind of artsy ones yeah yeah like there was never like this never a movie like um never a movie that is like super mainstream movie that win like mainstream movie to a degree that it has as you say black panther was was it nominated for best movie let me see Actually, I did read that somewhere that Black Panther was nominated against um, an Anthony Hopkins movie um, and the Hopkins um, won. And the Hopkins movie won. It was nominated for Best Picture. It did win Best Costume Design, Best Original Score, Best Production Design. And it was also nominated for Best Original Song, Best Sound Editing and Best Sound Mixing. That was, uh, that was, yeah. that I it do was, understand. It yes, it was really special. Yeah, I agree. So best um, director are also like from a couple of the movies that I mentioned before. So Kenneth, Bra- how do you spell that? Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. In Belfast, Ryusuke Hamaguchi with Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza, Jane Champion. Is that the only woman? Probably. And Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I didn't even know they made a movie about West Side Story. Me neither. Also yeah. didn't know that Steven Spielberg was directing it. <laughs> Same. Um, but I think something that we do need to talk about is Drive My Car. Um, it is a Japanese film um, with a Japanese director. And it is not only, um, like the director is not only nominated as a director, um, but the film is nominated as the best picture. And I'm somebody can absolutely fact check me on this. I'm just going from an article that I read earlier today. Um, it's the first Japanese film that has been nominated for best picture. What the first? I think so. Cool. I mean, that would, that would, that would be totally down for. Um, so I think fact check true. Thank you very much, Marcus in chat. <laughs> um, also Isma asked if uh, West Head story, the movie will be a musical and it, yes, it's going to be a screen musical with no pretense to, to perfection. something. So yes, it's going to be musical form. Which I'm going to be like, that's something I would probably want to see because I've also never seen West Side Story. So me neither. give me all the musicals on television so I can watch them. <laughs> Saying that, I haven't even seen Hamilton. I have seen Hamilton and it took me quite a couple of attempts to get a bit into it because it's just really, really very obviously because it's American story, very America heavy. And if you like, like... I feel like there there is some lack of connection then if you're not American for some reason and that needs is a step that you need to need to step over before you're like really enjoying it and it's fresh and stuff like different fresh what did I just say it's different with the rap and everything so but there are a couple of nice songs that I then enjoyed in the uh, enjoyed in the end best actor I'm excited about that because Javier Bardem, Bardem, is that how you pronounce him? I don't know. 
he, I, don't know, I haven't found best actor on. Oh, I've, I'm there now. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Sorry. My list is different than Moni's list. It's laid out different. And I'm like, <laughs> scrolling Wait, what's he talking about? <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> but I'm there. Um, for being the Ricardos, isn't Javier, isn't he the one who also played in Eat, Pray, Love? Yeah, he is. Look at Look me, Joe. Look at you. Um, yeah, I have heard a lot of hype about being the Ricardos. And I know that um, Nicole Kidman has also been nominated for lead actress for her role in it. Um, but I, have, I would been. like to, I, I would like to see it actually. Um, but my mom is like, she really hates Nicole Kidman. She won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I don't know what I think about Nicole Kidman. I'm, I don't mind her. She's, I don't know. I'm on the fence. I don't know if I always particularly liked her. I think it was very neutral to her. And now I'm more on the fence for her. <laughs> My mom does hate Australian actress. Wow. And she loves Lucille Ball. Um, so I think that there's going to, there, I can, I can see and understand her disconnect between uh, her hatred of <laughs> Nicole Kidman and Australian accents and her love of Lucille Ball. Um, I have no idea who that is. Um, Lucille Ball and Ricky, Ricky Ricardo, is that what it was? Um, they were married <laughs> back in like the forties, fifties or something. And they had a show called I love Lucy. And that's what okay. this, um, movie being the Ricardos is based off of their life. Oh, okay. I get it. Well, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's one I would like to see. Maybe I can talk her into it. Maybe I'll just put it on my name and be like, cool. I yeah. just need to wait until all those things come to a place where they're actually streamable for me to watch. It's um, on Prime right now, if you have Prime, which I know you Yeah, but also they're also region locked with their shit. Oh, so true. Sometimes I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't watch it anyway, but I'm going to have a look for sure. Then Benedict Cumberbatch, 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 The Power of the Dog. I mean, I like Benedict Cumberbatch. I have no idea about the movie, but I like the guy. <laughs> you don't like the guy? Oh, no, I like him. But oh, I don't know the movie. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I was agreeing with everything you said. Sorry if it sounded like disagreement. <laughs> Benedict, Tom. come on my patch. What? Excuse me, Tom. <laughs> Awkward. Um, and then Andrew Garfield was nominated for a leading role in Tick, Tick, Boom. He give give him the Oscar freaking immediately. Have you watched Tick Tick Boom? It's I, I so not. good. It's I have not. So it's it's basically the story of the person who wrote Rent, the musical. Oh, okay. So, so it's and the guy was like a massive creative and whatever, and and he pays he basically plays. He also wrote a musical-ish thing about himself. And uh, Andrew Garfield plays the guy in his own musical in a way. So it's like very musically, musical-y. And Andrew Garfield is just, uh, have a newfound love for Andrew Garfield. (laughs) I do know that there has been a bit of controversy over the snub from um, Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, with Lynn Manuel Miranda not being nominated as best director, 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 director um, for it because people think he should have been nominated. Maybe, but that's also because people in general just love Lynn Miranda. What's his? I never remember his name. I know what we're talking Lin about. Manuel the Hamilton Miranda. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, best <Yeah>. director. <laughs> <laughs> he should really become best tracker. Yeah, people just worship him. Like everything he touches, people are like, mm-hmm. it's made by Lynn Miranda. I know there is some family something missing in between, but you know him. And so he can't do can't do wrong at all. So but he's yeah. also the one who wrote Hamilton. So I feel like and a lot of other stuff, I suppose. Um, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamid will just pave the rest of his path with gold, with gold Gemma says, and that is very mm-hmm. true. And then Will Smith with King Richard. And Daniel uh, Washington with The Tragedy of Macbeth. They both Shakespeare plays. Made interesting. Also, two black men and one Latino man nominates at this time for Best Actor. That's pretty good. This- Look at you go, Academy. <laughs> After fucking up for I don't know how many years. Um, at least now you're like trying or something or something, or, I mean, I, I, I think that maybe this year might be better than past years, but I don't know that it's great in terms of, yeah. I mean, it's also the first where I'm like, oh, this sounds like something because otherwise 
That is true. Gemma says, I will praise them when it's 100% BIPOC in a category. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until then, it's always like you do it for so it doesn't look shit, right? That's yeah. why I'm so that's why I said or, some, or something. And I know, like, we need to uh, also good effort and all that equal pay. <laughs> Person, um, people of color, um, uh, Ismar. So, yeah, best actresses Jessica Chastain in the eye of Tammy, in the eyes of Tammy Faye. Never heard of the movie. Um, Olivia Coleman, love her. Uh, in Lost Daughter, Penelope. Did not Cru- love. You didn't love the movie. No, Mom and I turned it off actually because it was so boring. We could not sit through it. We were like, oh, and just had enough of it. And like, heard nothing but critical acclaim for it. Twitter was like, this movie's amazing. I think we got about forty minutes in, and we were like, we can't do this. This is such oh, wow. a snooze fest. I watched a favorite, which won the Oscars, or which is the movie that Olivia Coleman won her Oscar for. And I was also very confused by the movie for some reason. I don't didn't quite in the end didn't quite figure out what it wanted to tell me. Um, she played great, obviously. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. I just I just generally love her because she's always just so fucking so fucking not giving any fucks. <laughs> I just love that about her. When they sent her to, I'm so basic. I often find the critically acclaimed films a snooze fest. I agree. Gemma. Yeah, I, I agree. I, Gemma. I am too mainstream for shit like that sometimes. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm a basic white bitch. Give me, give me, give me shit that everybody give me enjoys. <laughs> give me Marvel, please. Um, then Penelope Cruz. Um, the Lost Daughter was very boring, Clinksy. Penelope Cruz is a parallel uh, nominated for Parallel Mothers. Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos, as Amanda already said. And Kristen Stewart is uh, nominated for Spencer. Yeah, I didn't even... Is that even out yet to see? I don't know. Because that is that is one that I would like to see because Kristen Stewart is surprisingly fantastic. She turned, I see, her, I only, she turned herself around. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> um, she has gotten so much shit during her career. I agree, Marcus. Um, and I 100% was one of the ones giving it to her back in the Twilight days. Oh, me too. I um, think. I don't yeah. even remember, but I wasn't like, I wasn't seeing her as someone with a lot of gravitas, if I can say no. that. And all of a sudden, I don't know what shifted or sh- I don't know. I'm just like, Brenda Ooh. once said once Hello. she came out as queer, that's when it happened. Probably. <laughs> it's that, yeah. And, and maybe it was, maybe it was, um, it has to do with her being more herself and her owning her shit more or something mm-hmm. that just like, that she's also not taking any shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um also probably has something to show. Yeah. Whoop makes a lot would make. Um and Marcus says also Kirsten got nominated before Robert Pattinson, which is hilarious. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um there's an article trending on Twitter today for Robert Pattinson, uh, an interview he gave with GQ where he admits, I'm sorry, I, I laugh so hard at this. He admits that like almost 90% of the stuff that he says in interviews is just made up. <laughs> the guy also just gives absolutely zero fucks in his life and he's probably smoking a lot of great weed (laughs) i just like i love him i can't i can't not like i keep sending money articles or tweets or i'm like why why do i love him so much like he's just he it's his it's his level of like fucked upness to a degree just like no fucks i'm weird as anything and like (laughs) whatever and i can't get enough of it <laughs> yeah i can understand that to a degree like when it gets super intellectual i'm like it's too much for me i can't get on board well, well and not it's not that i can't get on board with it i'm just like i can't level with you <laughs> because you're like way spacing me out with your intelligence and that's fine nobody needs to be like super fucking smart or whatever um but then, but but he's just fascinating that he's just. I mean, he was did, he did a really really smart job with doing a couple of movies that were really like this money hogs for him, and that is true. As Jinx said, as I was going to or I was going gonna get at that, she wishes we could all afford to be as weird as we actually are, which is the thing, right? He just made that really smart decision to make a couple of movies that bring him so incredibly much money that whatever he then does doesn't really fucking matter anymore right like he can do whatever the fuck he wants and 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 
still like live a great life and with a lot without a lot of issues anyway right so he's just Mm -hmm. done a really smart job with it to a degree yeah (laughs) i love that for daniel radcliffe he's just taking a piece with everything now and i'm here for it says gemma (laughs) right like they have the same kind of like energy and it's fantastic. I feel like Robert Pattinson's is still a little tad more fucked up. Oh to my gosh. Like, 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 it's a similar energy, but Robert Pattinson is like here. Yeah, I know. And Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> is like, I'm coming. Wait for me on the weird yeah. train. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe is still like, I want to make like be successful and make a couple of great movies and like would also be more mainstream with what he chooses, I suppose. But and like try does the odd odd other stuff occasionally because I still haven't seen that army man thing where he plays mm-hmm. that that dead person or something. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Um whereas Pattinson is just like whatever. He is that level beyond and I love it. <laughs> and um I totally agree with what Gemma says about uh Robert Pattinson just constantly looking like he rolled out of an opium den. 100%. Like I I just I just agree and I love it. I just yes. If my Twitter feed, TV screen, movie theater, I don't know if it was all just filled with our pats not giving a shit and being weird all the time. I really just I feel kind like life of, would be good. Life would be good. I really love that the actors and some people that kind of were so defining for our youth to a degree really all went into that direction of being like whatever the fuck right same mm-hmm. with Mill Hill just said exactly Mill Hill just said I-, I love it how all the young people who made super hits and got tons of money can do what they want for the rest of their career patents and Elijah Wood Radcliffe like all those yeah. people had like these massive successes and yes a couple of them obviously also had issues after all their success and all that but a lot of them just landed on that part of I do whatever the fuck I want to do if I want to play uh, in the series where I'm all stoned all the time and talk to a dog in the where with a man in a human's costume, then I'm going for it. That's what Elijah Wood did, right? Mm-hmm. And and stuff. And, and I'm just like, it's just, it's just kind of manif not manifesting, but it's like cementing to our generation that being fucking weird is great. Yeah, women get read much harder. I mean, do yeah. we do we need to let the folks with that freedom on men? But yeah, I hear that. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably also got paid more in the first place. But I also think of like Emma Watson, who is doing whatever the fuck she wants. And Kirsten Stewart, who is like, like there are still a couple where where, where it's like, we're going to do whatever we want to do. And to a degree where, where it makes us happy. And I just think that's still great to watch. And also if Rupert Grains wants to buy an ice cream truck, then let him fucking buy mm-hmm. an ice cream truck. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Be weird, do weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, best actresses, best supporting actor. Don't really know anyone there, unfortunately. I don't know one name. <laughs> yeah. So, Kieran Hintz in Belfast, Troy Kutzer in Coda, Jesse Plemons, Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos, Cody Smith McPhee, the Power of the Dog. Um, supporting actresses, Jesse Buckley, Arena, the Bose, Judy Dance, Kirsten Dunst. Aon John Ellis from King Richard. They're all original screenplays, not as fancy adapted screenplay. Animated feature, though, that's the one we can talk about. Yeah, we can totally talk about this because I've actually seen three of the five nominations for it. I have also seen Jinx three, but I chat. think I fell asleep um, in one. I'm sorry. Um, I just want to bring up what Jinx in, in chat just said. Um, West Side Story stars Ariana DeBose, and she made history as the first Afro-Latina and openly queer woman of color nominated for an acting Oscar. Nice. Which is pretty fantastic. Um, Thanks, Jinx. Um, Didn't know that just based on reading the names. So really, really appreciate that information because, yeah, I had no idea. Um, That's just the Academy voting who gets the Oscar, right? It's not a public vote because otherwise I'm like, where can I vote for her to win? (laughs) I know. Um, But yeah, um, what's it called? uh animated feature so nominated are Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Michels versus, versus The Machines and Raya and the Last Dragon. Yes, there we go. Um yeah, Encanto, I mean, it's getting all the praise in the world right now and I'm pretty sure it deserves it. It was awesome. Yeah. I really really liked it. And it was weird because um at Luca I fell asleep. 
or I did something else at the, at the time. So I couldn't, I can't judge it properly. I know that a lot of people say that it's like this queer coded movie in a way where it's like, there is a lot of, a lo- lot of um, similarities to, to queer stories in that one somehow. Um, mm-hmm. And Ryan, the last dragon that I've seen and watched. And I told Charlie, he needs to watch it. <laughs> I guess there are dragons in it. Charlie totally needs to watch it. Um, I watched uh, Luca about not quite a week after watching Encanto because my D and D group here were comparing one of our characters in it to Luca. And I was like, I'm, I'm totally. So I watched it. Um, and I actually thought that it was, it was good, but it felt a lot more childish. Like I know it's a kid's movie and mm. featured animated and everything, but like, it felt really, really, really childish. And it, then like seeing all of, or it, like hearing then all of the, the gay subtexts that have been talked about I was like whoa okay (laughs) like I I don't know it just felt there was a disconnect for me because I didn't really get that sense I'm not saying it it wasn't there I just just didn't get the sense myself that it was yeah subtext um yeah I couldn't I can't tell you because again I felt it didn't play play proper attention to it maybe I should do because I see that like I saw that a lot of people still really love loved it also Mm -hmm. it's just because it's kind of about fishy and mere people and I don't like fish so much that it also wasn't like whoa I'm if you would have turned into a dog or something (coughs) that would have been a different story (laughs) but he didn't so I was like yeah okay whatever fish sea mare whatever Um, (laughs) but I did like it like I thought it was a cool concept and Mm. um, it's all it really is all about like accepting yourself loving (laughs) yourself and and society loving you Um, so yeah that like it it was a really good movie Um, and I hope that what I originally said didn't take away from the fact that I thought it was Mm. I I did it was it just I think I watched it too close to watching Encanto and I was kind of disappointed because Encanto was like phenomenal that Luca for me just kind of fell a little bit short and I was that was a letdown yeah I agree yeah I have what yeah I think Luca watched over the Christmas holidays and that did a lot of Christmas holidays Raya the Last Dragon I really enjoyed because also like the setting I think it was also really great and the story was also wasn't it also based on some i'm not gonna finish that sentence because it's probably gonna be bullshit so never mind but really loved it um yeah i watched on the flight back in um, oh yeah i did get the full it could have been edited for the flight or hang on your audio sucks for two seconds hello 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 am i back yes better yeah no you're frozen your face is frozen no no, it works now yes you're back now yay (coughs) excuse me yeah uh, i so i watched it on the flight and i don't know like if it was adapted for the flight or or anything so i didn't like get the full big screen experience or anything like whether that's Mm. cinema or even a tv bigger than like five inches um (laughs) but i really enjoyed it i thought it was fantastic i love aquafina Mm. as an as a an actress and as a voice actor i I think she's fantastic um and yeah, I was captivated. I thought it was a fantastic film. I have very recently, like within the last week, seen some criticism about it because of the representation um, and the storyline. But I didn't look too far into it because because um, I didn't. I really, I, I, it, it was on a day that had a lot of stuff come up and like for like, yeah, a lot of things. So I was yeah. like, this is, okay. So yeah, I don't know, sure. um, like, I can't really speak about that. I'm just making like saying that I did see that mm, there has been some criticism mm, out about it. Um, yeah. And Canto, on the other hand, love it. Oh, love I think it. I might have watched it twice. I've seen um, it once. Mom doesn't do, but yeah, love Encanto. It's fantastic. Love Louisa. Um, I think the the thing that I really like about Louisa, um, and actually just the whole movie in general, is that Disney put out a whole bunch of um, merch for the like pretty girl character. Um, okay, and. Then they put out like uh, they kept getting asked for merch for Louisa because the all the little girls would um or were they were more like excited about her character like the big buff strong yeah like, strong woman which is really nice like is really really cool that mm. there was such a such a love and such a demand for things not about like the 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 pretty main like they're the pretty girl character. Mm. Not that Louise says that she was awesome. Yeah, but I know what you're talking like the stereotypical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Disney princess kind of. Yeah, yeah. Disney king's princess kind of pretty. Yeah. Um, and like even my my friend from university, she has a little girl um, who's like 
one and a half, I think two, it doesn't matter. It's not the point. Um, and she like gets so excited when Louisa comes on the screen. Um, and like, she's just this tiny little girl and she's so excited to see Louisa. Um, yeah. Um, love that the movie, Yuffie says, love that the movie and my friends who come from immigrant families are, uh, that are also psychologists have such a unique perspective on, on Encanto. Um, and Sil says, didn't Dolores also have a tick like someone with threats uh, could have? I didn't, I didn't clock that to be. I, mean. um, I feel in general, there was so much, such a diverse, like it was a more diverse Disney cast than ever before. And then I've seen mm-hmm. ever before, because even in like, they were praising like Frozen and stuff and like having this first black kid, black male, black character in it. That's like in a mainstream movie and stuff. And, and then in that one, it was such a, such a, when I first saw that little boy with his curly hair, uh, with his black hair in the movie, I was just like, holy shit. It was mm-hmm. exactly this girl, the curls and the skin tones and everything. And there was so many. And, and I just noticed that recently so much about uh, the representation of black hair um, mm-hmm. and, and, and curls in movies because I've been, and I've messaged Gemma about this because I was like, do you agree with me here? Because, uh, because I thought she was watching Scandal as well at some point. So I was watching, I'm watching Scandal now. Um, which I kind of stopped watching after a while and did get back. Then I was like, I haven't actually finished it. So I continued watching it. Right. Um, it started it again. And the main actress in that movie is black. So Carrie Washington is black. Right. And for the first four seasons, you never see her with her curly hair. She uh-huh. has like always super straightened hair. Like, only like then later you see her a couple of times, but not really like in an embracing kind of way of her hair. And mm-hmm. only then later she has like more curls, but still like straightened hair with curls. And I'm like, that's not that I actually Googled her because of like that. I don't think that's how what her hair is like. So why why do they make her make her for four fucking years? You never see her actual hair. And I'm like, this this was this was. I noticed it and I'm like and that's why I was so impressed by by how well not impressed because it shouldn't be something that is impressive but it's because it's just representation right but it's just so nice that you can watch Encanto and you see tiny little children in the movie with their full black hair and stuff and it's just gonna be it's just gonna help so many of us and Yuffie also said I wish I had this hair and skin representation growing up would have meant the world yeah yeah I completely just said Jinx said IRL, it was COVID and Zoom that finally allowed the black woman I work with to show their hair. Isn't that just wow. absolutely fucking nuts? Pisses me awful. <sighs> but I'm so glad that like movies now start to and, and, and start to have that way, way, way more because it's so necessary. Yes. Cool. Then a couple of other um, production design. I never quite know. So it's Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, Beth West Side Story. Costume design has Cruella in it, which I can understand. Well, I can understand that. Yeah. Costume and Cruella was like yeah. top tier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, no Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Uh, Viola Davis went through similar on how to get away with murder. That's true. I remember like how that was like her story with her hair. It was almost a story in itself, like her relationship with her hair. And when she went in home, the- like in, in the show. Okay. Like it was almost like a sub story to me anyways. Like it felt such a big moment. Um, Like when she would wearing like, or how she wore her hair when she was back home with her mom um, versus how she wore her hair, like at the university. Mm-hmm. Um, And then the transition from like the, the sleek and my God, the word just left straighten. my head. Straighten. Thank you. Um, hair. <laughs> that word is like gone. I'm like, um, yeah, the sleek and straightened hair um to like wearing wearing her hair more naturally and mm. i just thought that it was yeah it was it's so interesting because that's also made by shonda rhimes who is also a black woman and they've always been pushing mm-hmm. pushing the boundaries with all their series right so yeah i think shonda rhimes is doing like mm. the, the shondaverse is that or is it, that's what they call shonda land shonda land um like everything that that comes out of of shonda land is just great yeah and I feel they just the more success they had with all their series, I feel the more they keep pushing the pushing the lines. Yeah. 
So I'm glad I'm glad that that's happening. And then, yeah, the couple of like makeup and styling coming to America, Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy. Like they're repetitive. There is not a lot. The first time when I see House of Gucci, which wasn't that like super successful or something or people weren't they like super praising that movie? Um, I don't know. I didn't hear. I saw like a lot of hype about it. Um, I don't know when it first came out, I guess, mm. like with Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. But then it like died out as quickly as it came. I was like, mm. everything is about House of Gucci. And then it was radio silence. So yeah. I actually like 100% forgot that it existed as a film. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Sound is also the same movies we already heard. The only um, visual effects is where we see two movies that we haven't seen before. Three movies. Which, which is Shang-Chi. Three movies? No yeah. time. Oh, Free Guy. True. Free guy. Yeah. Free guy. So visual effects is Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Spider-Man. I still haven't seen Spider-Man since. I haven't either. I'm very sad about it. I wanted to um, go to the cinema on the weekend and And now it's already so close to it being out of the cinema. And hopefully I already looked it up yesterday and it's going to come on a streaming service that's called stars. And I'm like, so, but we will see. But Shang-Chi was amazing visually. Like, Oh yeah. Oh, up there with some of the best cinematics that Marvel has ever produced. I've really liked it too. Yeah. Um, I am surprised to see free guy as like up there with visual effects because like, while I thought the movie was really, really good, um, I don't I, know that it was super visually effective. Like, you know, like I, 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 I wouldn't come out of that movie saying like, oh, the visual effects in that movie were fantastic. Whereas like I left Shang-Chi being like, oh my gosh, cinematically, that was so good. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I wonder what Marvel always does is this like Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy 14, fancy graphics, glittery, whatever, fly in your face, woohoo kind of thing right whereas free guy was more of this changing the world like a video game animation so it's probably just a different kind of animation that they had which is not as fancy and as woohoo star like glitter sparkle yay in your face but still which makes it like even more special because you're like that wasn't actually that special but in fact most of it was probably kind of animated and recreated as they went because it was like in a video game yeah that's okay i mean that's just something that i'm assuming right now i've watched a movie i don't remember um too much anyway so Mm -hmm. (laughs) one movie though which isn't listed or hasn't been nominated for any oscars and it's actually a movie that we almost talked about before we decided that it's probably been out for too long um to really be worth talking about (laughs) sorry um and that's eternals um i think that you know not to turn this into an eternal show because it's not but i do want to talk about it for a minute because Mm. i almost feel like like they're they're cinema cinema like cinema what cinematic cinematically thank you i was trying to say a word like cinematologically (laughs) cinematologically (laughs) cinnamon buns um cinematically eternals is like i really enjoyed it from a visual effects point of view like there was some scenes in it especially towards the end that i was like holy crap like this is beautiful this like not super special effects or anything like not lights and flashes and Mm -hmm. like super stuff but just there were some scenes I was like oh my god like breathtakingly beautiful mm-hmm. um just really really blew me away and plus like the representation um uh, uh, in that movie was fantastic like a variety of of races like oh yeah so many races like there was um like disabled representation, representation with, yeah yeah with um I I'm so so bad with names and because we weren't going to talk about this I didn't let, bring up any articles um but like the death the deaf um, superhero and um there was like the, the gay couple and um the I, like, always I, I the first was... thing that i do is always what is are the actresses like are the disabled act actors really disabled or did they use someone um and are the gay actors and actresses all gay for real and the the deaf actress what is deaf IRL but the gay actor isn't like the person mm. who plays the gay so Faust, Fastos or whatever his name is but the husband is gay as Tom says oh nice the husband is gay mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 
um what's her what's her name again i'm gonna I'm just looking up um 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 lauren ridloff mm-hmm. she played i totally makari um yeah i've seen it twice and I, I gave a review to Moni. I was like, we can't talk about this because my entire review will be like, this movie was really boring. It was really long. And like, I felt like my attention span was not really in it. But by the end of the movie, I came out of it being like, I love this movie and I've seen it twice. And so that's for yeah. me, it was a bit <laughs> of like, because I knew you didn't like it. Tom really liked it. No, and it was the opposite way. Tom oh, was the like other it. way. Around. I liked Tom it. didn't like uh-huh. it. You like, oh yeah, something. I knew that you disagreed on the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went into the movie being all like, I am so excited. This is going to be great. It's finally out. You who, whatever. Um, new face of Marvel movies. Fuck yeah. Um, then I got really into in, And I got like, I was really excited at the beginning. And for like the first couple of minutes, well, a couple of minutes, let's say give it a half an hour, 45 minutes to an hour or something. I was like, this is great. <laughs> this is great. And then I, I fell a bit into the, into it, it like slowed down a bit for me and I was like nah, this and then I find the I found the visuals were so futuristic that I somehow couldn't really get on board with it to a degree mm-hmm. right so I'm like yeah I've seen enough of you being all fancy and spacey and whatever now uh, also I found the characters in in it then in the end there wasn't one character the one who was playing the main character that you see kind of most of was um what's her face Cersei no mm-hmm. Cersei yeah which is really hilarious Cersei there I was like I, I wasn't really into her so and and then then, then it kind of there wasn't really a character that was in there that blew me blew me away so much that I'm like I love them right I do I did love of um um Makari um mm-hmm. And some kind of relationships that they had in with with each other that that was like kind of nice, but she wasn't in there too much. They didn't really her story wasn't really super essential to everything to a degree, right? So there wasn't a lot of storyline for her. There was mainly about Cersei and some others in 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 them with them. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't really one where I was like, "You are so amazing! I'm so excited to see you again and stuff." So that was kind of like meh so i was like meh in the in the in at the in the middle of it but towards the end there are a couple of things that happened especially in the after thing which we're not going to mention because no spoilers but that that drew me right back in where i was like this is amazing Woo-hoo, let's do this i can't mm-hmm. wait for what's coming um and I don't think if that would have happened, like, like really, and I know it like rationally, it makes no sense. Like rationally to me to, to be like, um, to have this, this almost, it wasn't a 180, but it really moved me into, whoa, this is really cool. I can't wait just from, from a, from a small scene. I know it makes no sense, but for me, it's, that's just really what happened. So it's a like, small scene though. <laughs> it was a really good small scene. I think that for me, there was enough like little moments of really good moments mm-hmm. like enough really good little moments that made up for it being kind of like a bit of a lull in a movie like yeah that just that middle part was kind of eh, but there was enough good moments throughout the eh, that it, it kept me going and then by the end I was like that was fantastic because I've seen it twice and both times I had those exact like this is really good. Oh, this is kind of shit. Oh, that was a good moment. Oh, I'm really bored. Oh, there was another good moment. Oh, I'm really bored. Oh my god, the end. That was amazing. This was such a good movie. <laughs> what I find really interesting though that a couple of scenes that I was excited about had nothing to do with the actual movie and everything to do with the fact that I've watched Game of Thrones before and a couple of things just made me really lull about it because when because if you don't know like the Stark brothers so. Jon Snow and Rob Stark, they meet, they pl- both play in the movies. Um, both both play in the movie and they meet up in the movie and you're like, ah, whatever, right? So so that's just really, and because one is called Cersei and stuff, so that's just that just caused me a bunch of haha moments that were actually unrelated to the actual film, but um, just enjoyable for me because of the game of thrones background that, that i had in my head um but yeah but i talked with tom about it after i've watched it and he was like 
it probably wasn't, it was similar to when the event just happened and started. You also probably didn't like all of them immediately. And it's just a build up to introduce a lot of characters and um, then elaborate on their story in further, in more movies. And that, that really makes sense. It was really a smart thing that he said there. Also, um, oh, Tom says first time they met on screen since screen since Game of Thrones, episode two, season one. Excuse me? Wow. <laughs> what they only met in the first season and then they didn't anymore because yeah. Sean went spoiler alert, wall. Rob died. And the red wedding <laughs> happened. Wow. Um, so <laughs> um, my favorite character actually was Karun, you know, the, the filmmaker that followed yeah. around Kingo, um, Kumail Nanjiani's character. Um, he just made the film for me because like he's just this normal guy following around Oh, he was, all these superheroes I was, like, yeah it was kind of cute it was so cute he made the film for me because like it was just this sense of of like normal I guess like that that kind of I don't know objective observers perspective yeah um and it reminds me of like a meme that Tom sent me and Monica a couple days ago and it was about like how in Marvel movies after Avengers Endgame and like everybody comes back after the snap and everything like life just goes back to normal and it's like oh is this is this what we do and it's like yeah well that's what they do they just like these guys are superheroes and I'm just gonna walk around and make a documentary about them (laughs) like why not that's really good um yeah also can I also mention Angelina Jolie incredibly underwhelming in that movie Really, I thought it was a very good performance. Oh, really? In, in, my, no. in my opinion, like, I, I thought she was fantastic in it. Um, no, didn't like it. I don't know. Angelina Jolie's portrayal of mental health struggles was really powerful. And I think it is understated. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not going to elaborate because it. I'm going to I'm going to freeze. So I'm just leaving it at that. <laughs> no yeah, elaboration. I mean, sometimes it's that's. <laughs> just say Angelina actually was crap and it will start working no I will not I will not say that Marcus no no, no I, I can see what you mean though yeah and then sometimes we all know I'm a bit slow with re- recognizing mental health struggles in movies because I also found fat sore funny um because I'm an asshole until I realized it's actually just a very accurate description of depression and grief um and it makes so much more sense then Mm-hmm. And I felt really bad that I ever laughed about him, but because I'm a cunt. Yeah, um, that's it. So songs, it's incredibly disappointing because we don't talk about Bruno isn't in it. <laughs> and this is upsetting. They do have an Encanto song in it, which which is Dos Oruguitas, which I don't actually know which song that is. I can't tell you. Um because the list that I'm looking at doesn't actually have the names of the songs, just the movies that they're from. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't really listen to it now because I'm recording you from the thing, but... Yeah, um, no, sorry. And it's also the lyrics are in Spanish, so I don't necessarily know what song they're talking about. It's the end song? It could be, yeah, uh, hmm. maybe. But yeah, I think it should have been We Don't Talk About Bruno. Let's be honest. That one, it's it's like a blockbuster number one or something, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, it's like so it's must the be. best song that's ever come out of a Disney movie. Understand or something? I do have to say the entire score, which Encanto is also nominated for, was just really untypically, not typically um, Disney, which made it really interesting. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Tom forgot that we were talking about the Oscars for a second. Yeah, so I just thought I... I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna bring it back to so before we ended, so that we have like a thre- red thread or something. Um, yeah. Oh, um, Gemma just pointed out that I clearly mean the Billboard Top 100, not whatever <laughs> I said. Which I don't, I don't remember. know what I said, but it wasn't Billboard. So thanks for fact checking me there. <laughs> I have actually not seen Dune at all. Yeah, Mr. neither Mano, of us have so. seen Dune. We, I know I that there was a lot of lockdown. So. Yeah. Um, I was close. Whatever, Gemma. <laughs> come on. Starts with B. E something with famous. <laughs> fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> 
Anyway, the score of Encanto is amazing. It's what I'm trying to say. And very untypical for a, for a Disney movie. So I just found it really nice. Like just mm-hmm. so different. And I feel also probably that's also written by the Miranda guy. So people are loving it for, for that too. But at the same time, I'm just thinking it's also like music uh, representation in music as well, I feel like, which is and not the same whitewashed songs all the time which soul mm-hmm. was a nice representation of like jazz and stuff and black music and um well not all black music but bits of black music um and and that i feel like has a lot of latino elements and stuff like that which makes it really really nice too and just like makes the movie such such a nice round representation of 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 uh culture latino culture cool i agree i wish i'd seen some of the other um movies that the music was for mm-hmm. um but like van morrison nomination is interesting belfast bread music um went to school Ooh. van morrison Ooh, nice um for the music uh from belfast his song down to joy nice yeah there is a danish movie animated in internet uh nominated in international feature it's called flea oh. i've seen that before Documentary was also feature. nominated for the best uh, animated. Is it an animated movie? I'm curious now. It's true animated movie. Flea. It's a Danish movie. It's pretty cool, and hmm. it's an Italian one. Um, the Hand of God, Drive My Car from Japan, which is also nominated for best picture, and the worst person in the world from Norway. How I did mean, they make a film about you, Moni? I don't know. Also, how did the Norwegian people make a film about me? I've only been there once. Hmm. <laughs> You must have left an impression. Uh, definitely. And also Lu- Lunana, a yak in the classroom from Bhutan. That already sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus is asking, do you think there were any snubs other than Eternals? For- I don't actually think I've seen enough movies in this year to, to, to properly answer that question. <laughs> no, um, same. The only reference that I have for this. So this isn't my opinion. This is the opinion from the Mary Sue. Um, is from uh, the movie Passing, directed by Rebecca Hall, which um, it was a her directorial review or, or debut, sorry, and a look into colorism and what it means to pass as white. Um, and it starred Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega, um, but it was left completely out. Mm-hmm. And then um, Robin De Jesus in Tick Tick Boom, who played the I'm uh, Jonathan Larson. Is that the lead character? Um, his fictional best friend, Michael. I just need to that, look the guy up that's it. because. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I other than Eternals, my, my, my opinion on Eternals, um, I, I haven't seen so many movies this year um, to really comment on that. So I'll, I'll be dropping. To be honest, to I feel it's still really total. difficult to go to the movies without feeling weird like that's the reason mm-hmm. i haven't gone because it's still like you're sitting in a room without windows with a lot of people and this is something that I just tend to try to avoid so i just really appreciated it when a lot of the movies also just released on a streaming platform because that just meant i could watch them right mm-hmm. um which is why i'm so upset that spider-man isn't on any on any of those yet um, because I just feel exactly. And Jinx also said she's not ready to go to the movies and I'm not either. That's why I was like, it's the very end leg. Like Spider-Man is almost not in the cinema anymore. It already stopped airing in one of those here. So I'm just like, maybe, maybe I can just go because nobody else is going to watch it now anyway. Right. So I'm going to be mostly alone in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just like, I can't make that one step to then really go. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm like, maybe I should just don't need to go anywhere anyway, because it will come out eventually anyway, somehow. I'll find it somewhere. Is yeah. Suicide Squad, isn't it the, the second Suicide Squad? Was it, isn't that a pre-sequel of the first now? Because Marcus said that um, he would have wanted something for Suicide Squad. Because I haven't actually seen that one either. I also still haven't seen Harold the Harley Quinn. And that's the one I really see because I like Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. her name and i think I, um, I still haven't seen it but yeah yeah eventually we will do things again and go out and see more movies and stuff or they just realize it makes so much more sense to stream them on on platform mm-hmm. shang chi was nominated for a visual visual what 
visual effects visual effects but um, nothing well else. deserved but yeah nothing yeah, else definitely. i think it 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 could have that could, maybe yeah, should have that for other got, films as yeah. well yeah for sure uh, for other categories yeah definitely i agree it's not i wouldn't compare it to black panther because black panther was like this whole of the next level kind of representation movie and mm-hmm. like with lots of meaning which could be in theory you could call shang chi as well because it's like the asian equivalent a bit to a degree because it has like a lot of asian representation a lot of most of the cast is right but then also asia is the continent so there are so many more countries there than just like one um but yeah it was still really good and i really liked it mm-hmm. It, that was a movie that like Tom and I came out of the cinema just mind blown. Like with, with yeah. this was good. Yeah. This was a good movie. Yeah. I watched it on Disney Plus and I w- wasn't actually expecting to like it so much. And then I was so, ex- so excited. Like I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be one of those movies and I'm just going to watch because I'm watching them. But in fact, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Flinksy said, yeah. who was so surprised by his first watch. Me too me too it was really yeah. enjoyable yeah so i, I... want andrew garfield is best best actor please um and kanto you think is gonna make it yeah i i think it has to be kanto yeah sorry to all the other ones sorry sorry and... Um, and i would love to see don't look up get some like a win from one of the categories i think it's nominated for a couple um i would love to see it um win something Maybe not best original film, screen. So but... best movie, original screenplay, editing, score. That those are the yeah. four. Something I, it deserves something. Yeah, I need to watch. You say it's such so dramatic and stuff. And bless it, bless. Fortunately, it's enough that for us. Anyway, I feel that's it. Yeah. Um. What do you think about our Oscar thoughts? <laughs> Lack of thoughts. Um. <clears throat> We'd love to know. Let us know in the comments. Uh, tweet us. Don't do anything on Instagram or Facebook because we're really not hanging out there anymore. Um, or even better, join us on Discord, geekcaring.com forward slash Discord. And tune in in two weeks. At least if you watch on Twitch, we're back in two weeks with another amazing another amazing episode um, of Geek Caring. Bye. Bye. <laughs> if you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com.